We are a people that follow after those things that make for peace, love, and unity. Chapter 1, Section C Atonement and Reconciliation with Our Creator Barclay, in three points, sets forth Friend's traditional understanding of an individual's reconciliation with God. Here we quote from Barclay's famous apology. First, God, who out of his infinite love sent his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, into the world, and who tasted death for everyone, has given a certain day or time of visitation to everyone, whether Jew or Gentile or whatever nation. During that day or time of visitation, it is possible for them to be saved. Secondly, for this purpose, God has communicated and given a measure of light of his own Son, a measure of grace, or a measure of the Spirit, to every man. Thirdly, God, in and by this light and seed, invites, calls, exhorts, and strives every man in order to save him. If this light is received and not resisted, it works the salvation of all, even those who are ignorant of the death and sufferings of Christ. It does this not only by bringing them a sense of their own misery, but by allowing them to share inwardly in the sufferings of Christ. They participate in his resurrection by becoming holy, pure, and righteous, and by recovering from their sins. This completes our Barclay quote. Salvation, as understood by friends, is premised upon Jesus having tasted death for everyone, but it is distinctive in at least three ways. First, Jesus, who tasted death for everyone, enlightens everyone, literally everyone, even those who have never heard the story of Jesus. The story of Jesus profits, comforts, encourages those who know it, but even those who have never heard it can be enlightened by the Holy Spirit of Jesus. As it says in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, this is the gospel preached to every creature. It is also the light given to everyone. It is Christ within us, even before we recognized him. Second, an individual is saved by following the light of Christ, which is the means of participating in the resurrection of Christ and becoming holy like Jesus. It is actual obedience to the light of Christ, rather than intellectual beliefs or rituals that transmits the saving power of God. The individual is redeemed through obedience, so long as he or she is faithful to what has been personally required. What God requires differs. What was required of Mary or Paul was more than what is required of most of us. How much is required depends on how much one is given. But there is no reconciliation that is separate from actual obedience and right living. Third, the time in which the Holy Spirit is actively pleading with us is limited. The time occurs differently for each of us, but when it occurs, it must be accepted. Resisting the Holy Spirit leads us to have a hardened and unresponsive heart. Thankfully, we are assured the Lord is patient 
desiring that we all be saved. He even converted the persecuting Saul to become the Apostle Paul. We are a people that follow after those things that make for peace, love, and unity. It is our desire that others' feet may walk in the same. We do deny and bear our testimony against all strife and wars and contention. This podcast has presented a portion of the book Traditional Quaker Christianity. The book was assembled and edited by Cherry Wallace, Jack and Susan Smith, and Arthur Burke. It was read by Chip Thomas and the audio edited by the same. The music was provided by Paulette Meyer, Paulette's music is available at paulettemeyer.com.